This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. All right, welcome back to another episode of Road to Retirement. Tony Marlette Jr. and Tony Shore over at Gradient in Minneapolis. Good morning, Tony. Well, good morning, Tony, to you. Uh, I'm doing great today. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on your show, Tony. And I'm looking forward to our topic. I've been doing good. How about you? Um, I'd like to say I'm getting outside, but this air, right? Yeah, yeah, same. I mean, I've been kind of stubborn about it. I go for my walks regardless, unless it's really bad. Um, Yeah. You know, but I know my wife has uh, some allergies and we have a a newborn, obviously. She hasn't been taking him out as much during the day as I think she'd like to or that she used to. So, you know, they say just like anything else, if you're if you're if you have the the compromised uh, allergies uh, or you're elderly or very young on the flip side, uh, you probably want to limit your time outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting how all those fires in Canada can cause this. And uh, it's sad that that's happening up there, too. Um, But other than that, I I think things are good. And you've been busy, obviously, with uh, a a new addition and the young one, the baby in the house. And uh, you said now the baby isn't taking as many naps. So you're dealing with that. You know, he's been a little crabby. Uh, He's overall, I mean, we've really been pretty spoiled. Uh, He's been, he's very calm. You know, he does, I'm not going to say he never cries, but he cries when he's hungry. He lets us know when he's agitated. Uh, But for him not napping, um, you know, that's, (laughs) that makes a big difference. Um, Yeah. That's going to be huge, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's been, He's been sleeping pretty well through the night, but like, I don't know what he thinks he's missing out on by staying awake. Uh, right. You know, we're not that exciting people. We, we really, <laughs> we're really not that much fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, um, I, it's just, they, they go through these phases. I've had three of my own, so I've been there. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. And, uh, you know, we, uh, just try, you know, you try to roll with the different phases that they go through. Obviously, at this point, there's not a lot that we can do. We can't tell him anything. He's not listening. He doesn't listen to us. Like, uh, right. Well, yeah, <laughs> you can't talk to him about it. Really, right. that's a little hard at this point. The communication isn't there. But, but uh, yeah, I remember when our firstborn uh, Adam. Uh, wouldn't we would uh, put him in his car seat and drive him around and that would always put him to sleep and so if we were desperate we'd load him in the car and just drive honestly um or put him in the stroller and push him around a mall and that those two things would usually do it interesting Um, yeah i've heard the car seat thing you know whenever we take him somewhere he usually does fall asleep and then the minute we take him out he's wide awake again yep Yep. So going for a drive, but yeah, that's true. Sometimes 
Uh, we would we were fortunate with Adam. A lot of times, if we could get him asleep in the car, and we were real careful bringing him into the house, he might wake up a little, but then go back to sleep. So, uh, but I remember having to do that even in the middle of the night when he was teething and stuff. Would just put him in the car and drive around wow. so he would fall asleep. Wow, um, middle of the yeah. night like that. Yeah, even in the middle of the night, because it was the only way, uh, you know, or if you have a rocker or something, sometimes you got to wrap them tight, hold them tight and rock or the, the, the steady movement is what does it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he loves the we, we have one of the jumpers uh, oh, there. Uh, put them on the countertop if we're making dinner and it just kind of goes back and forth. Um, yep. I mean, that's that's magic. Yeah, it is. It is magic. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, um, kids aside, we're talking about uh, finances today. What do you have for us? What's our topic today, Tony? Well, I wanted to go over some financial trends that we're seeing a lot of. Uh, Before we do that, I just want to let you know, if you love what we say, you hate what we say, that's okay, too. (laughs) Uh, We want to hear from you, right? Right. This is, this is, uh, you know, not just, you know, one opinion or anything. Right. Uh, we're not cable news. So uh, right. 440-886-3550 is the best way to reach us. Uh, you can visit us online, brooksidetax.com, YouTube and Facebook as well. Um, our marketing staff does a really nice job of keeping all those up. Yeah. So we'll talk about some financial trends that we're seeing more of in 2023 and that we expect oh. to see more going forward. And this really, none of these concepts are going to be new to anybody. It's just the, the adaptation or the adoption of them, I think is, is uh, really one thing that we're seeing. So sure. Uh, personal finance apps. A lot of times people, you know, we meet with people, they'll, they'll say something along the lines of how are you competing with, you know, the apps of the world? You know, you're a small business or a small RIA, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the RIA, but how are you competing with uh, the apps of the world? And I always tell people, like, I I like having those. And I, I think those work oh, yeah. for us because, you know, a lot of times you don't need professional money management for your entire life. So if you're in your 20s or mid-20s, whatever it may be, even if you're still in, in school, um, you know, having an app like Venmo or Mint or uh, Acorns. I, I, I used to be a, a pretty big Acorns guy. Uh, what's uh, the original one was Mint, which is like a, a substitute to Quicken. Yeah. Yep. Quicken. Then then it was first it was just Quicken. Then it was right. Mint. Um, I Now my wife and I for budgeting software and app use uh, You Need a Budget, Y-N-A-B. And that's actually a really good program. I like that. All right, that. good. Yeah. Well, see, we got an endorsement out of it too. So if Tony (laughs) endorses it, I I would say use it. Uh, Yeah, it's it's a good one. You need a budget. But um I think everybody does need a budget. People hate that word, the B word. It's like a dirty word. But uh, if you use an app, it, it, it makes it a lot easier. It, it can link right to your checking account and you can upload, you know, your transactions right into it. And it's and then categorize each uh, each uh, charge. And so you see what you're spending, where your money is going. And that helps so much. And it helps your financial advisor when people come in. And they have a budget and they know what they spend each month. That's huge Bingo. in making a retirement plan, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, and these apps take take a lot. You know, if, if we didn't have any of these apps and somebody 
you know, I used to work at, a, at for Charles Schwab and, and uh, we had somebody come in more than a few times that like, you know, had a couple dollars in their, in their pocket and they wanted to know like, what can you do for me? And I'm, I'm being literal here. I'm being literally serious. And it's like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what you want. Like we're not, this is not effective for anybody. So I, I think if you're looking at something like that, Acorns is an app that'll take change from your purchases and put it into a mutual fund or an ETF. And yes, like said, Acorn can do that. That's great. That's yeah. fantastic. And I mean, yeah. you know, you may think, well, okay, it's what's 25 or 50 cents. I mean, if you keep doing that over time, I did Acorns for a little while and I eventually moved that money into an investment account that's still around that um, really kind of got me started on some of this stuff. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's a good practice. And it adds up over time. And especially when it comes to investments, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't the idea to constantly be contributing, whether it's a small amount or large amount, whatever you can, if you're regularly putting money into an investment account, then it's really going to grow over time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Dollar cost averaging. So anybody yeah. with a 401k out there or an employer retirement plan knows about dollar cost averaging. You're putting money in at regular intervals and you're taking advantage of the market when it's down because you're buying more shares. You're not buying more. You're not buying as much when it's up. Uh, but you're, you know, when the market goes up, since you were buying at a discount, you have more in your account to reflect that uptick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, regularly uh, on a regular interval, putting money into, um, uh, uh, an account like that, like a 401k or an IRA, something like that. That's really good. And I didn't realize now you need a budget is mainly just budgeting. I, I don't think it has the investment option. I like that about acorn. That's really cool. Yeah. And the, the thing about the the budget that you mentioned, you need a budget that I like, like you said, somebody can come in prepared. You know, if you, if you are meeting with an advisor or a tax professional, you can come in and say, these are my expenses. This is what we're looking at rather than not thinking about it ahead of time or just kind of having a, a, a vague idea. I mean, idea of vague idea of expenses is fine, but a lot of times people will shoot out numbers and they might be more than 50% off. They might not even realize it. And I think that's right. where the value comes in. Oh yeah, for sure. And I, I think uh, the bottom line though, is there's no app that can replace or should replace a financial advisor because there is no app that does what a financial advisor does. I mean, you can do a lot online and there are online calculators, but you can't come up with an overall comprehensive, holistic financial plan retirement income plan that incorporates how to maximize social security, figuring for inflation, healthcare costs, and creating a retirement income that you know uh, won't run out before you do. You know what I mean? Right. You're no, not exactly. going to run out of money in retirement. There's no app that can do that for you. Yeah, you're correct. And I mean, these apps are designed to help you save and and invest and, and budget but to your point, you know, when you go to this, you mentioned the calculator, we're, we're in the midst of purchasing a home now. So I've used mortgage calculators for, you know, what can you afford? What are rates going to do to your mortgage payment? What are property taxes going to do? But I certainly went to the mortgage company and to a realtor and said, okay, this is what we're looking at. You guys do it because I'm not doing this myself. Right. 
Right. Yeah. You still want a professional involved. That's for sure. Um, well, that's great. What's number two? This one, you know, you get people, you get people that are either roll their eyes or pump their fists with cryptocurrency. So <laughs> we're not, um, we're not. I'm rolling my eyes <laughs> at this point. I've been kind of a, a mixture on both. I can, you know, the, the, the uncertainty of it is a little worrisome. Uh, the big thing, you know, as of the end of 2021, cryptocurrency, we had about $2.8 trillion yeah. in cryptocurrency. We're seeing venture capitalists and small business utilizing this technology five times more than they were in, in, uh, at the end, as of the end of 2021. And there now there's a couple things that the government's even getting involved in and, and you know you're you know you're a threat to something when the government's getting involved in regulating yep. it so it's yeah. on every tax return now we do taxes it's on literally every tax return you have to answer cryptocurrency question and there's been some talk uh that the Biden administration has p- appointed somebody to do a government run cryptocurrency i think the um, the headlines are not, and the optics are not, have not been good. Uh, indexes the have last, collapsed. Yeah. Last year, it really started to go down. I mean, along with some banks, cryptocurrency started to collapse some of the, some of the companies. Yeah. And I mean, think of it this, this way too, you know, even if you're nervous about, you know, jumping into it, just like anything else, I would certainly with cryptocurrency, I don't think anybody would disagree with this. You do not want to put more than a percentage or two of your overall assets into this because it is extremely volatile. Yeah. Um, right now, there it's volatile because there's only a certain amount of mining and coins and things like that that people can do. Uh, once it stabilizes or once we start to see a little bit more, uh, it, it's a very finite number. I think maybe we'll see some some stability. But the appeal to me in this is for people who, you know, we're going through times of inflation. People argue that the government manipulates the currency and there's people out there that believe in modern monetary theory where you do not need to pay any attention to the national debt. You literally just print more money. And there's people that are serious about this, believe it or not, politicians and and respected financial people that are serious about modern monetary theory and it is gaining some traction. I know cryptocurrency is. is a perfect way to combat that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's crazy. I've heard, you know, uh, financial minds and some politicians say you don't even need to worry. The national debt doesn't matter. We're seeing the effects of that over the last two to three and years. I'm like, and way. I'm like, um, it, it appears to matter when inflation yes. goes over 10%. Yes. Uh, how much does it matter that you printed money all throughout COVID, you know, right. six, seven trillion, eight trillion dollars in two years, you know, you can't spend eight trillion dollars in two years and not have sure, you know, and over the last, I mean, it's weird for like so many years, the national debt was like, you know, single digits, and then it went from single digits to like 30 trillion in like just a matter of a short time period in yeah. the grand scheme of things. That happened almost overnight. For sure. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, since they've been keeping track. So, 
uh, of our country. So that's, that's not good. <laughs> no. And that's the thing too, that we talked about, uh, on our podcast before, uh, the last four presidential administrations have spent, you have two Democrats, two Republicans in there. They've spent more combined than the previous 42 administrations combined. That's and, insane. And that's, and that's factoring in inflation and, yep. and cost of living. It is unbelievable. Yeah, so, the last four presidents have spent more than all the presidents that came before them combined. That's right. That is an un that that should make people sit up and yeah, yep, take absolutely. notice. Absolutely. Uh, Vote and, everyone out of office. If only we could have a clean slate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Vote everybody out. And then we'd all be like, well, wait a minute. We should come up with a system where we vote people in. And if we don't like them, we just vote them out. And we'd have the same principles again. Yeah. But it would just be like it, it's just sometimes things just obviously go too far. Yeah, obviously. All right. What's three? So three to your point earlier is professional money management. Um, we're seeing an uptick with the RIA model. RIA is Registered Investment Advisor. It's essentially a firm that is managed by the securities and regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission, as opposed to a broker-dealer, which is uh, governed by FINRA. Now, RIAs are typically your smaller firms, like think of it like a craft beer, um, that have a fiduciary standard. A broker-dealer will not have a fiduciary standard. That does not mean that if you work with an advisor or a broker-dealer that they're not doing what's in your best interest. I'm not, not saying that at all, but um, RIA assets started off the year 2000 at about $20 trillion. Uh, we're up to about 110 trillion now being managed by RIAs across the country. Right, people people are seeing the value in working with an independent financial advisor who's a fiduciary, and that means they're held to a standard. They have to do what's in your best interest for your personal situation, and um, they're audited for that. And so they're held accountable for that, which is good. Uh, but also, they have access to all the options out there. They can work with any investment firm. They can work with any uh, fund managers. They can work with any insurance company. And so they choose, okay, this insurance company offers this product, which fits your needs perfectly. And this investment at this investment firm is actively managed and will really help you achieve your retirement goals. So we're going to do that. And here are your options and they help you make better decisions. And the fact that they're independent, they're not beholding to one company with limited offerings. That's right. Yeah. And to your point earlier about, you know, digging into social security and income planning, you know, we, we do all that too, obviously with, with help from gradient and yeah. we put those plans together. And again, our goal is to work in your best interest, not saying that other people don't, but there's a difference between say a suitability standard which is do what's suitable for a client, which could be four or five, six different things. Uh, and you pick amongst those or do hone in and focus on exactly what is in their best interest. What's the, right. what's the sole solution that is in their best interest. And the beauty of it is our fees are aligned and our costs are aligned that way. So we don't have, as, as Chris likes to say, the head trash of, you know, well, this we make more money on versus if we do this. Uh, so 
that that allows right. that's, that's not that, that that's not an issue and you can't make those as a fiduciary you're held to standards where you need to you're not going to say well our firm will make more if you do this so do this you can't do that you have to say well this is the best thing for you uh and that's not how your fee structure is set up anyway it's set up so it doesn't that doesn't affect you. So uh, that you're going to always do what's in your client's best interest. And that is why we're seeing this huge upsurge in people working with registered investment advisors like yourselves. Yeah. And again, the, you know, we talked about the finance apps earlier. I think the professional money management certainly has its place. Uh, I don't necessarily, it, it depends where you're at in your life, where you're at in your, in your savings how much you have and how much you feel comfortable with quote unquote doing it on your own or DIYing it. So um, I always say, you know, the, the more serious you are about a goal and the closer you are to getting there, bring somebody in to help. Yeah. And that's where we come in. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a couple hundred thousand dollars in a 401k or two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in a 401k or an IRA and your wife has something like that and you don't have a professional money manager and you're not you need to be working with a financial advisor at that point to get a plan in place and make sure that you're not making costly mistakes. Right. And in a lot of times when 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 I look at what people have done so far part of our job, it, we're not just like order takers and, and yes men and yes women. So a lot of what we do is we're going to poke holes and we should poke oh, holes. Sure. Yeah. Because we have to say, well, yeah, you're doing this. Everything's good. Maybe you've done a great job of saving, but you know, you haven't looked at things in a long time or you keep doing the same thing, hoping to get the same results. What if that doesn't happen? What if this happens instead? What if um, social security is not fully funded. What if, uh, the RMD age goes up again? So our, a part of our role is to be a little skeptical, be a little cynical and, you know, put things into context and be as honest as possible. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I, I think that makes perfect sense. Um, I think that's good. So, uh, wow, we've covered a lot today. If our listeners have questions uh, or they want that no charge consultation, there's no charge, there's no obligation, and they can get a plan started, right? Right. Yeah. Our, our initial consultation will cost you nothing. Uh, you reference this video uh, or give us a call, 440-886-3550. Or as I mentioned before, you can visit us online at brooksidetax.com. And check our uh, YouTube and our Facebook page out as well. We do a Facebook page, um, a little bit about individual side of things, the family side of things, the personal side, and then the YouTube channel, uh, old market updates that you can call me out for, for stuff that I may have missed, uh, seminars, uh, how to and, and how different solutions work and a little bit about our process too. That sounds great. Uh, give that. Let's let's read that number and web address one more time before we go. Yep, four four zero eight eight six three five five zero four four zero eight eight six thirty five fifty or brooksidetax.com. 
All right. That's brooksidetax.com. And again, that number 440-886-3550. Don't pass up this opportunity to get that no charge consultation. Well, Tony, great show today. Uh, Great topic. And uh, that does it for today's episode. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Tony. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or enforced by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.